0: Darkness can strike fear into people, especially in those who are on the run and who may be hounded by enemies. At night it is dark, and you may not be able to see a thing. You may not know which defense mechanism, that is, if you have any, to activate or where to take shelter. That's why disasters and calamities are more feared when it's dark than during the day. Christians take refuge in knowing that God is a God of light, and in him there is no darkness at all. That's what it says in 1 John 1, verse 5. We note that it doesn't say God is a light, but that he is light. Light is simply a part of his nature, just as love and as justice are. As God is light, so is his Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And no wonder, for he too is true God of true God, as an early confession of the church has it. While he was on earth, he proclaimed this truth, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of day. There are many passages in Scripture that testify to the protection offered to those who put their trust in the Lord and seek his presence. The one that I'd like us to concentrate on today is Psalm 91, and in particular, the very first verse of that song. Though this is one of those psalms of which we are not sure as to its author, it might well have been Moses, that man of God who also wrote Psalm 90. It's a psalm which is a wonderful testimony to the great care and protection that the Lord God offers to his faithful children. Says the psalmist, He who dwells in the shelter, or, as we can also read, in the secret place of the Most High, will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. More than one commentator has pointed out that people generally seek out a great variety of hiding places, depending which ones are available to them and in what circumstances they find themselves. We're living at a time when thousands, if not millions, of refugees are looking for safe havens. Many of those refugees seek to escape the terror that threatens them in their homeland, They try and make their way to Europe in overcrowded boats, and they will go through barbed wire in order to get to someplace safe. But then again, there are those who reside in a free country like Canada, where they enjoy a rich measure of safety. But they too are looking for shelter. I'm thinking of those who are hounded and oppressed by their sins, I'm thinking as well of Christians who more and more are confronted by blasphemous opposition, even in countries that have a rich Christian heritage. They decry the murder of thousands of unborn infants and the dismissal of God-given laws. In Psalm 91, however, the author contrasts the security of those who trust in God with the vanity of all other confidences by which we are apt to delude ourselves. What does it mean to dwell in the shelter of the Most High, but to lodge very close to the Lord God, so that sheltered by His almighty power not only will fearful danger not come near, but that inner peace may be enjoyed? I can't help but think of the experiences of Corrie ten Boom, who wrote her well-known book, The Hiding Place. And that title refers to both the physical hiding place in the Netherlands, where Corrie's family hid a number of Jews from the Nazis, but also to that godly confession found in another psalm, Psalm 119, in which the psalmist, speaking of God, says, You are my hiding place and my shield. And that hiding place is truly a secret place. It's not known to unbelievers. Rather, it is scoffed at by them. And yet, it is well known to those who treasure God and his word. And now it is so that a hiding place, one such as the Dutch underground helped to cleverly build in the Ten Boom household, may provide a certain refuge for quite some time, but then some infiltrator, someone intent on harming those hiding there, will find it out and give the occupants away. But those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High have God's assurance that they will stay, they will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. But then they must seek permanent refuge there. They can't just be occasional visitors, taking up temporary residence, because that appears to be a convenient thing to do. If we desire the Lord to abide with us, as the hymn says, we must stay and abide with Him. The Lord God wants to be not just our consolation, but our habitation. The writer went on to say that this shadow of the Almighty would preserve him not only from nightly terror and ghostly harm, the arrows of war and even of pestilence, of death and destruction would not come near. Guarded by this God, who throughout the psalm is called the Most High, those seeking shelter with him would always be safe. Another Bible expositor says that the author may have been thinking of the mercy seat which was found on the Ark of the Covenant in the most holy place of the tabernacle and temple. On it, the blood of the covenant was sprinkled for the forgiveness of sins of all God's people on the Day of Atonement. And when God's people made their way through the desert in which many enemies lurked, Was it not the pillar of cloud by day and that of fire at night, which accompanied and protected them? Others see the psalmist here pointing to the Lord Jesus Christ. For no one can think of permanent safety, security, outside of deliverance from sin and death and hell. And only that deliverance is found with Christ. It's he who is the shelter, the fortress of all who put their trust in him. And in that well-known Psalm 23, the author looks to his Savior, and with confidence he exclaims, And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But then, to enjoy this great protection, we need to realize the dangers that threaten us. We need to be convinced of the power of the evil one and a deception that can arise in our own hearts and minds. We may think of this shadow of our text to be not unlike the shadow cast by some great rock which shelters some weary travelers. The prophet Isaiah speaks about such a shelter in chapter 32, verse 2 of his book. There he mentions the shade of a great rock, right after he mentions the king who reigns in righteousness and who would be like a stream of water in a dry place. Another comforting thought. Both shade and stream are images of comfort and of shelter offered in the king who is none other but King Jesus Christ. So then, dear listeners, yearn for eagerly desire this shelter of the most high elsewhere the bible says seek the lord that he may be found call on him while he is near there have been many times when people were quite quick to go back to church when physical dangers wars and other calamities threatened But when those dangers passed, like it did at the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis a half-century ago, the churches emptied out again. People's hour of prayer can indeed be short-lived. May you and I and all those who hear God's appeal to come to him surrender to this Most High God. Yes, may our nation return to him. For the day will come when the dark night of God's judgment will prevail on all of mankind. And yet those, and only those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High, will then face a most beautiful dawn of perpetual light. For, having found refuge in abiding in God's shadow, they will be embraced by him who today is my Lord, my refuge, and my fortress. He is my God, and I must trust in Him. Amen, and thank you so much for listening.